are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. The Sapphire Planet. Sleep is important to all living animals. A component of sleep is dreaming. Dreaming is the perceived experience of sensory images and sounds during sleep in a sequence which the dreamer usually perceives more as an apparent participant than as an observer. Dreaming is simulated by the pawns and mostly occurs during the REM phase of sleep. In scientific studies, Researchers found out that people need REM, or dreaming sleep. They conducted a sleep and dream research project in which eight of the participants, who all were men, participated. For a maximum span of seven days, researchers varyingly deprived the participants of strictly REM sleep by waking them each time they started to enter the stage. Researchers monitored this with small electrodes attached to their scalp and temples. As the studies went on, researchers noticed that more they deprived them of REM sleep, the more often they had to wake the men. Dreams can also be suppressed or encouraged taking antidepressants, acetaminophen, ibuprofen, or alcohol is thought to potentially suppress dreams, whereas melatonin may have the ability to encourage them. People have posed many hypotheses about the functions of dreaming. Sigmund Freud postulated that Dreams are the symbolic expression 
of frustrated desires that have been regulated to the unconscious mind. And he used dream interpretation in the form of psychoanalysis to uncover these desires. While penile erection during sleep are commonly believed to indicate dreams with sexual content, they are not more frequent during sexual dreams than they are during non-sexual dreams. The parasympathetic nervous system experiences increased activity during REM sleep, which may cause erection of the penis or clitoris. In males, 80 to 95% of erection accompanies REM sleep while only about 12% of men's dreams contain sexual content. Freud's work concerns the psychological role of dreams, which does not exclude any physiological role they may have. Recent research claims that sleep has the overall role of consolidation and organization of sympathetic connections formed during learning and experience. As such, Freud's work is not ruled out. Nevertheless, Freud's research has been expanded on, especially with regard to the organization and consolidation of recent memory. Certain processes in the cerebral cortex have been studied by scientists. In the activation synthesis theory, for example, they propose that dreams are caused by the random firing of neurons in the cerebral cortex during the REM period. Neatly, this theory helps explain the irrationality of the mind during REM periods, as, according to the theory, the forebrain then creates a story in an attempt to reconcile and make sense of the non-whimsical sensory information presented to it, ergo the odd nature of many dreams. According to some scientists and researchers, REM sleep is an evolutionary transformation of a well-known defensive mechanism, the tonic immomality reflex. This reflex, also known as animal hypnosis or death feigning, functions as a last line of defense against the attacking predator and consists of the total immobilization of the animal. The animal appears dead. Example, playing possum. The neurophysiological and phenomenological of this reaction shows striking similarities to REM sleep, a fact which betrays a deep evolutionary kinship. For example, both reactions exhibit brainstem control, paralysis, sympathetic activation, and thermoregularity changes. This theory integrates many earlier findings into a unified and evolutionary well-informed framework. Mammals, birds, and reptiles evolved from amniotic ancestors 
the first vertebrae with life cycles independent of water. The fact that birds and animals are the only known animals to exhibit REM and non-REM sleep indicate a common trait before divergence. Reptiles are therefore the most logical group to investigate the origins of sleep. A new study proposes that the reptilian active state was transformed into mammalian sleep. Daytime activities in reptiles alternate between basking and short bouts of active behavior, which has significant neurological and physiological similarities to sleep states in mammals. It is proposed that REM sleep evolved from short bouts of motor activity in reptiles, while slow-wave sleep evolved from their basking state, which shows similar slow-wave EEG patterns. Early mammals engaged in polyphasic sleep, dividing sleep into multiple bouts per day. What then explains monophasic sleep, widely observed in mammals today? Higher daily sleep quotas and shorter sleep cycles in polyphasic species as compared to monophasic species suggests that the polyphasic sleep may be less efficient means of attaining sleep benefits. Small species with higher BMR may therefore have less efficient sleep patterns. It follows that the evolution of monophasic sleep may here thereto be an unknown advantage of evolving larger mammalian body sizes and therefore lowering BMR or body metabolic rate. Insomnia, which is a dysomnia, is a general term describing difficulty falling asleep and staying asleep. Insomnia can have many different causes, including psychological stress, a poor sleep environment, an inconsistent sleep schedule, or excessive mental or physical stimulation in the hours before bedtime. Insomnia is often treated through behavioral changes, like keeping a regular sleep schedule, avoiding stimulating or stressful activities before bedtime, and cutting down on stimulants such as caffeine. The sleep environment may be improved by installing heavy drapes to shut out all sunlight, and keeping computers, television, and work materials out of the sleeping area. A 2010 review of published scientific research suggests that exercise generally improves sleep for most people and helps sleep disorders such as insomnia. The optimum time to exercise may be four to eight hours before bedtime 
though exercise at any time of the day is beneficial. With the exception of heavy exercise taken shortly before bedtime, which may disturb sleep. However, there is insufficient evidence to draw detailed conclusions about the relationship between exercise and sleep. Sleeping medications, such as Ambien and Lunesta, are increasingly popular treatments for insomnia and become a major source of revenue for drug companies. Although these non-benzodiazepine medications are generally believed to be better and safer than earlier generations of sedatives, they still generated some controversy and discussion regarding side effects. One last note. White noise appears to be a promising treatment for insomnia. Another disturbance to sleep is obstructive sleep apnea, which is a condition in which major pauses in breathing occur during sleep, disrupting the normal progression of sleep and often causing other more severe health problems. Apneas occur when the muscle around the patient's airways relax during sleep, causing the airway to collapse and block the intake of oxygen. As oxygen levels in the blood drop, the patient then comes out of deep sleep in order to resume breathing. When several of these episodes occur per hour, sleep apnea rises to a level of seriousness that may require treatment. Diagnosing sleep apnea usually requires a professional sleep study performed in a sleep clinic because the episodes of wakefulness caused by the disorder are extremely brief and patients usually do not remember experiencing them. Instead, many patients simply feel tired after getting several hours of sleep and have no idea why. Major risk factors for sleep apnea include chronic fatigue, old age, obesity, and snoring. There are other types of sleep disorders as well. Sleep disorders include narcolepsy, periodic limb movement disorder, restless leg syndrome, and the circadian rhythm sleep disorders. Fatal familia insomnia, or FFI, is an extremely rare genetic disease with no known treatment or cure. It is characterized by increasing insomnia as one of its symptoms. Ultimately, sufferers of the disease stop sleeping entirely before dying of the disease. Somnambulism, known as sleepwalking, is also a common sleeping disorder, especially among children. In somnambulism, 
the individual gets up from his or her sleep and wanders around while still sleeping. Older people may be more easily awakened by disturbances in the environment and to some degree lose their ability to consolidate sleep. Food and drink have a great effect on how we sleep. Some foods are hypnotics, which means they help us sleep. Non-benzodiazepine hypnotics such as Lunesta, Sonata, Ambien are most commonly used as sleep aids prescribed by doctors to treat forms of insomnia. Non-benzodine zeopines are the most commonly prescribed over-the-counter sleep aids used worldwide and have been growing greatly in use since the 1990s. They target the GABA-A receptor. Antihistamines, such as Benadryl, also found in various over-the-counter medicines, such as NyQuil, also help to sleep. Alcohol. Often people start drinking alcohol in order to get to sleep because alcohol is initially a sedative and will cause sleep. However, during being addicted to alcohol can lead to disruptive sleep because alcohol has a rebound effect later in the night. As a result, there's a strong evidence linking alcoholism and forms of insomnia. Alcohol also reduces REM sleep. Barbiturates cause drowsiness and have actions similar to alcohol and in the fact they have a rebound effect and inhibit REM sleep, so they are not used as a long-term sleep aid. Melatonin is naturally occurring hormone that regulates sleepiness. This is made in the brain, where tryptophan is converted into serotonin and then into melatonin, which is released at night by the pineal gland to induce and maintain sleep. Melatonin supplementation may be used as a sleep aid, both as a hypnotic and a chronobiotic. The post-lunch dip, otherwise known as a nap or a siesta, is very common all over the world. Many people have a temporary drop in alertness in the early afternoon, commonly known as the post-lunch dip. While a large meal can make that person feel sleepy, the post-lunch dip is mostly an effect of the biological clock. People naturally feel most sleepy or have the greatest drive for sleep at two times of the day, about 12 hours apart. For example, at 2 a.m. and 2 p.m. At those two times, the body clock kicks in. At about 2 p.m., it overrides the homeostatic buildup of sleep debt, allowing several more hours of wakefulness. 
at about 2 a.m. with the daily sleep debt paid off. It kicks in again to ensure a few more hours of sleep. Then there's tryptophan. The amino acid tryptophan is a building block of proteins. It has been claimed to contribute to sleepiness since it is a precursor of the neurotransmitter serotonin involved in sleep regulation. However, no solid data has ever been linked to modest dietary changes in tryptophan to changes in sleep. Finally, there is marijuana. Some people use marijuana to induce sleepiness. Users often report relaxation and drowsiness. It has been shown that the THC, the principal psychoactive constituent in marijuana, reduces the amount of REM sleep. Frequent users of marijuana often report being unable to recall their dreams. The next group of drugs are known as stimulants. Stimulants are a hindrance to sleep and will keep you up late into the night. Amphetamines are used to treat narcolepsy. The most common side effects are anxiety, insomnia, stimulation, increased alertness, and decreased hunger. Caffeine is a stimulant that works by slowing the action of the hormones in the brain that causes somnolence, particularly by acting as an antagonist at the andiocene receptors. Effective dosage is individual, in part dependent on prior usage. It can cause a rapid reduction in alertness when it wears off. Cocaine and crack cocaine. Studies on cocaine have shown its effect to be meditative through the circadian rhythm system. This may be related to the onset of hypersomnia, which is oversleeping, in regard to cocaine-induced sleep disorder. MDMA, including similar drugs, these are the class of drugs called empathogen enactogens, which keep users awake with intense euphoria. This drug is commonly known as ecstasy. Methylphenidate, commonly known by the brand names Ritalin and Concerta, is similar in action to amphetamine and cocaine. Its chemical composition is more closely resembles that of cocaine, however. Tobacco has been found not only to disrupt but also reduce total sleep time. In studies, users have described more daytime drowsiness than non-smokers. 
researchers suggest that sleep patterns vary significantly across cultures. The most striking differences are between societies that have plentiful sources of artificial light and ones that do not. The primary difference appears to be that pre-light cultures have more broken-up sleep patterns. For example, people might go to sleep far sooner after the sun sets, but then wake up several times throughout the night, punctuating their sleep with periods of wakefulness, perhaps lasting several hours. The boundaries between sleeping and waking are blurred in these societies. Some observers believe that nighttime sleep in these societies is most often split into two main periods. The first characterized primarily by deep sleep and the second by REM sleep. Some societies display a fragmented sleep pattern in which people sleep at all times of day or night for shorter periods. In many nomadic or hunter-gatherer societies, people will sleep on and off throughout the day or night depending on what is happening. Plentiful artificial light has been made available in the industrialized West since the least mid-19th century, and sleep patterns have changed significantly everywhere that lighting has been introduced. In general, people sleep in a more concentrated burst throughout the night, going to sleep much later, although this is not always true. Historians think that traditional patterns of segmented sleep, as it is called, began to disappear among the urban upper class in Europe in the late 17th century, and the change spread over the next 200 years. By the 1920s, the ideas of a first and second sleep had receded entirely from our social consciousness. Researchers attribute the change and increase in lighting from streets, domestic lighting, and a surge in coffee houses in England, which slowly made nighttime a legitimate time for activity, decreasing the time available for rest. So as of 200 years ago, we would sleep for four to five hours as soon as it got dark because there was no light, then wake up for two to three to four hours and then go back to sleep for another three to four hours. In some societies, people generally sleep with at least one other person sometimes many, or with animals. In other cultures, people rarely sleep with anyone but the most intimate relation, such as a spouse. In almost all societies, sleeping partners are strongly regulated by social standards. For example, people might only sleep with their immediate family, extended family, spouses, their children, children of a certain age, 
children of a specific gender, or peers of a certain gender, friends, peers of equal or social rank, or with no one at all. Sleep may be an actively social time, depending on the sleep groupings, with no constraints on noise or activity. People sleep in a variety of locations. Some sleep directly on the ground, others on a skin or blanket. Others sleep on platforms or beds. Some sleep with blankets, some with pillows, some with a simple headrest, some with no head support. These choices are shaped by a variety of factors, such as climate, protection from predators, housing type, technology, personal preference, and the incidence of pests. Do animals sleep? They most certainly do. Neurological sleep states can be difficult to detect in some animals. In these cases, sleep may be defined using behavioral characteristics such as minimal movement, postures, typical for the species, and reduced responsiveness to external stimulation. Sleep is quickly reversible as opposed to hibernation or coma and sleep deprivation is followed by longer or deeper rebound sleep. Herbivores who require a long waking period to gather and consume their diet typically sleep less each day than similarly sized carnivores who might well consume several days' supply of meat in just a single sitting. Horses and other herbivores, ungulates, can sleep while standing, but must necessarily lie down for REN sleep because this is cause, causes muscular atony, and they'll do that for short periods. Giraffes, for example, only need to lie down for REM sleep for a few minutes at a time. Bats sleep while hanging upside down. Some aquatic mammals and some birds can sleep with one half of the brain while the other half is awake, so-called unihemispheric or slow-wave sleep. Birds and mammals have cycles of non-REM and REM sleep. Though bird cycles are much shorter and they do not lose muscle tone or go limp to the extent that most mammals do. Many mammals sleep for a large proportion of each 24-hour period when they are very young. However, killer whales and some other dolphins do not sleep during the first month of life. Instead, young dolphins and whales frequently take rests by pressing their bodies next to their mothers while she swims. As the mother swims, she is keeping her offspring afloat to prevent them from drowning. This allows young dolphins and whales to rest 
which will help keep their immune system healthy, in turn protecting them from illness. During this period, mothers often sacrifice sleep for the protection of their young from predators. However, unlike other animals, adult dolphins and whales are able to go without sleep for a month. Also unlike terrestrial mammals, dolphins and whales and pinnipeds, which are basically seals, cannot go into a deep sleep. The consequence of falling into a deep sleep for marine mammalian species is suffocation and drowning, or becoming easy prey for predators. Thus dolphins, whales, and seals engage in unihemispheric sleep, which allows one brain hemisphere to remain fully functional while the other goes to sleep. The hemisphere that is asleep alternates so that both hemispheres can be fully rested. Just like terrestrial mammals, pinnipeds or seals that sleep on land fall into a deep sleep and both hemispheres of their brain shut down and are in full sleep mode. Sleep can follow a physiological or behavioral definition. In the psychological sense, sleep is a state characterized by reversible unconsciousness, special brainwave patterns, sporadic eye movement, loss of muscle tone, with some exceptions, for example, birds and aquatic mammals, and a compensatory increase following deprivation of sleep. In the behavioral sense, sleep is characterized by non-responsiveness to external stimulation, the adoption of a typical posture, and the occupation of a sheltered site, all of which usually repeated on a 24-hour basis. The psychological definition applies well to birds and mammals. But in other animals, whose brains are not as complex, the behavioral definition is more often used. In very simple animals, behavioral definition of sleep are the only ones possible. And even the behavioral repertoire of the animal may not be extensive enough to allow distinction between sleep and wakefulness. For example, how can you tell if an invertebrate is awake or asleep? Well, if it's moving, it's probably awake, but if it's not moving, is it asleep? Sleep as a phenomenon appears to have very old evolutionary roots. The nematode is the most primitive organism in which sleep-like states have been observed. In a nematode, there is a lethargus phase, which occurs in short periods 
preceding each molt, a fact which may indicate that sleep primarily is connected to developmental processes. Some research go as far to suggest that sleep is necessary for changes in the neural system. The electrophysiological study of sleep in small invertebrates is very complicated. However, even such simple animals as fruit flies appear to sleep, and systematic disturbances of that state lead to cognitive disabilities. There are several methods of measuring cognitive functions in fruit flies. A common method is to let the flies choose whether they want to fly through a tunnel that leads to a light source or through a dark tunnel. Normally, flies are attracted to light, but if sugar is placed at the end of the dark tunnel and something the flies dislike is placed at the end of the light tunnel, the flies will eventually learn to fly towards the darkness rather than the light. Here's the twist. Flies deprived of sleep require a longer time to learn this and also forget it more quickly. If an arthropod is experimentally kept awake longer than it's used to, then its coming rest period will be prolonged. In cockroaches, that rest period is characterized by the antenna being folded down and a decreased sensitivity to external stimuli. Sleep has been described in crayfish, too. Characterized by passivity and increased thresholds for sensory stimuli, as well as changes in the EEG patterns, marked differings from the patterns found in crayfish when they were awake. Now let's talk about vertebrates. Let's start with the fish. Sleep in fish is not extensively studied. Some species that always live in shoals or that swim continuously because of a need for ram ventilation of the gills, for example, are suspected never to sleep. There is also doubt about certain blind species that live in caves. Other fish seem to sleep. However, for example, zebrafish, tilapia, tench, brown bullhead, and swell shark become motionless and unresponsive at night. Spanish hogfish and blue-headed wrasse can even be lifted up by hand all the way to the surface without evoking a response. In 1961, an observational study of approximately 200 species of European public aquaria reported many cases of apparent sleep. On the other hand, sleep patterns are easily disrupted and may even disappear during periods of migration, spawning, and parental care. In reptiles, the electrical activity in the brain has been registered with the animals have been asleep. However, the EEG pattern in reptilian sleep differs from what is seen in mammals or other animals. 
In reptiles, sleep time increases following sleep deprivation, and a stronger stimuli are needed to awaken the animals when they have been deprived of sleep as compared to when they have slept normally. This suggests that the sleep which follows deprivation is compensatorily deeper. Birds. There are significant similarities between sleep in birds and sleep in mammals, which is one of the reasons for the idea that sleep in higher animals, with its division into REM and non-REM sleep, has evolved together with warm-bloodedness. Birds compensate for sleep loss in a manner similar to mammals by deeper and more intense slow-wave sleep. Birds have both REM and non-REM sleep, and the EEG patterns of both have similarities to those of mammals. Different birds sleep different amounts, but the associations seen in mammals between sleep and the variables such as body mass, brain mass, relative brain mass, basal metabolism, and other factors are not found in birds. The only clear explanatory factor for the variations in sleep amount for birds of different species is that birds who sleep in environments where they are exposed to predators have less deep sleep than birds sleeping in more protective environments. A peculiarity that birds share with aquatic mammals and possibly also with certain species of lizards although that might be controversial, is that for the ability for unihemispheric sleep, that is the ability to sleep with one cerebral hemisphere at a time, while the other hemisphere is awake. Unihemispheric sleep is slow-wave sleep. When only one hemisphere is sleeping, only the contralateral eye will be shut, that is, when the right hemisphere is asleep, the left eye will be shut, and vice versa. The distribution of sleep between the two hemispheres and the amount of unihemispheric sleep are determined both by which part of the brain has been the most active during the previous period of wakefulness. That part will sleep the deepest, and it is also determined by the risk of attack from predators. Ducks near the perimeter of the flock are likely to be the ones that will first detect predator attacks. These ducks have significantly more unihemispheric sleep than those who sleep in the middle of the flock, and they react to threatening stimuli seen by the open eye. Opinions partly differ about sleep in migratory birds. The controversy is mainly about whether they can sleep while flying or not. Theoretically, certain types of sleep could be possible by, while flying, but technical difficulties preclude the recording of brain activities in birds while they are flying. Sleep duration. Different mammals sleep different amounts. Some, such as bats, sleep 18 to 20 hours per day, while others, including giraffes, sleep only 3 to 4 hours per day. There can be 
big differences even between closely related species. There can also be differences between laboratory and field studies, for example. Researchers in 1983 reported that captive sloths slept nearly 16 hours a day. But in 2008, when miniature neurophysiological recorders were developed that could be affixed to wild animals, sloths in nature were found to sleep only 9.6 hours a day. As with birds, the main rule for mammals is that they have two essentially different stages of sleep, REM and non-REM sleep. Mammals' feeding habits are associated with their sleep length. The daily need for sleep is highest in carnivores, lower in omnivores, and lowest in herbivores. Humans do not sleep unusually much or unusually little compared to other mammals, but we sleep less than many other omnivores. Many herbivores, such as cattle, spend much of their wake time in a state of drowsiness, which perhaps could partly explain the relatively low need for sleep. In herbivores, a direct correlation is apparent between body mass and sleep length. Big mammals sleep less than smaller ones. This correlation is thought to explain about 25% of the differences in a sleep amount between different mammals. Sleep amount is also coupled to factors like basal metabolism, brain mass, and relative brain mass. Mammals born with well-developed regulatory systems, such as the horse and the giraffe, tend to have less REM sleep than the species which are less developed at birth, such as cats and rats. This appears to echo the greater need for REM sleep among newborns than among adults in most mammal species. Here are some comparative average sleep periods for various mammals in, compa- in captivity over a 24-hour period, from lowest to highest. In captivity, horses only need 2.9 hours of sleep per day. Elephants only need 3 hours. Cows only need 4 hours. Giraffes only need 4.5 hours. Humans need 8 hours. Rabbits need 8.4 hours. Chimpanzees need 9.7 hours. Red foxes need 9.8 hours. Dogs need 10.1 hours. House mice need 12.5 hours. Cats also need 12.5 hours. Lions need 13.5 hours. The platypus needs 14 hours. Chipmunks need 15 hours. Giant armadillos need 18.1 hours, and little brown bats need a whopping 19.9 hours. Reasons given for this wide variation include the fact that mammals 
that nap in hiding like bats or rodents tend to have longer, deeper snoozes than those on constant alerts. Lions, which have little fear of predators, also have relatively long sleep periods, while elephants have to eat most of the time to support their huge bodies, sleep less. Little brown bats conserve their energy, except for the few hours each night when their insect prey is available, and platypuses eat a high-energy crustacean diet and therefore probably do not need to spend as much time awake as many other mammals. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.